Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. Phil Parker's show on K-Fire. It's 818. Voice of the Twins, Corey Provis on the line. And, Corey, if we've ever needed to see a spark in a team... Uh, it's been the Twins this last couple of days, and boy, did we get one with uh, Byron Buxton coming back. Yeah, they certainly did. Uh, playing in the series finale against the Royals uh, yesterday, Phil, was was great to see. And look, you know, chatting with Rocco before the game on Thursday, they're going to ease him back in. So we'll see, though, and in the weather looks like it's going to be warmer at Target Field this weekend, even though there's some rain in the forecast the conditions certainly will be more favorable than they have been. And so I'm curious if Byron's going to, you know, play one, sit one, or play two, sit one, and then how does he kind of mix in playing center field after DHing on Thursday? So, you know, the good news is he's back. You know, they, you know they're a team that they just need him. And I don't think the lack of offense right now, you know, caused any, you know, immediate need that they have to press and, and make this move now. I think the fact that, that Byron got through the workout that he did on Wednesday, uh, kind of off-site away from Kauffman Stadium, certainly helped, you know, kind of ease his mind and the coaching staff from the play in that series finale yesterday. And one of the nice surprises for the Twins so far this season is the performance so far of Dylan Bundy. He's looked really good. Dylan Bundy and the whole starting staff. I mean, that has been the strength of this team. And that we all thought that might have been the weakness of this team. Phil, when we spoke probably at the start of the year, but that's a group that collectively has just, you know, proven people wrong with how they've thrown so far this season. So the, the starting pitching has been solid. Uh, Dylan Bundy, you know, a guy that had a great start uh, against the Red Sox last time out. Uh, you know, so they, they need these guys. I mean, they, they have, you know, five or six starters right now. They're going to need plenty more but hoping that some of these veterans, and it's actually a young staff. When you think about it, they have a couple of older guys, but in terms of, of average age, it is on the younger side of starting staffs you know, in the game right now. But Dylan Bundy, a guy that's been around, he's motivated after a bad year last year, and so far so good for him. And one non-Twins-related note, Corey, I'm noticing a crowd in Oakland the other day of about 2,400 people. Is there a future for baseball in Oakland? I would like to think so, but it's hard to it's hard to say that with how with how poor the attendance is there. I mean, they had three thousand, I think, on Tuesday night, and they had two thousand on Wednesday. So that's just awful. I mean, the fact that they're drawing, you know, those kind of crowds, and I, I can remember like it was yesterday going to the Coliseum in September, in August against a contending A's team. That place would be loud, it'd be fun. Uh, the stadium itself is, is terrible, but the fan aspect and the energy that the fans bring to that team. It is tremendous, and it's a shame. And, look, I think attendance has been down throughout the sport. I mean, I just – you know, Kansas City, small crowds, Target Field, small crowds so far this year. Um, the weather's been terrible. I mean, don't get me wrong. The weather has not helped out, and these games in April, these midweek games normally, you know, they don't draw big numbers until school lets out. But uh, I, I think attendance is, is pretty is pretty small. I would think if I look at it on average across the landscape right now, but certainly what's happening – with the A's, it's just embarrassing. 
And, you know, we've talked about this before, about uh, garnering more interest in Major League Baseball, especially with the uh, younger demographics. And uh, part of the reason is you need to speed the game up a bit. Well, the uh, results are in uh, early in the season uh, anyway from the minor leagues as far as the pitch clock, which seems to be so far doing what was intended. Is that going to be something we'll see in the big leagues next year? Next year, yep. I think this. I think next year, I think we'll see a pitch clock. We may even see bigger bases. Um, I think all that. I think the shift is going to go bye bye next year as well. So I think all those aspects are coming to the big leagues. Uh, that was in the, in the recent CBA that they're going to have, you know, play this year out, but then come 2023, they'll have a committee now. That's not just the commissioner because that's how this went in the past. It was just the commissioner making these unilateral decisions, which I never understood why. But now there's going to be a committee. There's going to be some folks from MLB, but then they're going to have active players on it. They're going to have an umpire on it. And hopefully it's going to be much more collaborative than just the commissioner saying, we tried to negotiate, didn't happen, so here's what we're doing, and it's my say, and that's, that's how we're going to act. So I like the fact that they have this new committee. But, yeah, Phil, I think next season, pitch clock, I think bigger bases, and I think the shift will be eliminated come 2023. What, what is the reason for bigger bases? Well, to increase stolen bases, because that is action. Uh, and also, I think injuries are part of it, too. They think just giving players, you know, from the, the bases now are 15 inches, which I don't think too many people even know how big no. a base is. They're 15 <laughs> inches. Uh, they're going to go up to 18 inches, uh, I would think, next season. You know, under a list of things that I, that I want to see, you know, pitch clock is number one on its own level. And then lower than that, you know, I used to be for the shift. Now I, I, I've changed my tune on that. I, I, I'd be fine if the shift went away. So that's to me, is on, is on two. But the bigger bases thing, that to me is not, you know, the end-all, be-all. I, I'd be fine if they didn't do that. But just, I think, injuries, too, and players reaching for, you know, a larger base, a larger cushion with their feet and maybe even with their hands at times, depending on how they're going in even though you shouldn't be sliding headfirst in any of these bases because then you hurt your fingers, you hurt your wrist. Look at Kirilov last year, and he's still battling that wrist injury now. So I, I think it, it's to increase action. I think you'll see a climb in stolen base you know, opportunities. Um, the automated balls and strikes, that's coming. I don't think that'll be here next year. But I think pitch clock, I think banning the shift, certainly are going to be in play next season. And, again, bigger bases would shock me. And finally, Corey, if there's ever such thing as a big series in April, I guess this weekend is it, right? White Sox, first taste of the uh, of the Sox, and they're battling some injuries right now. They, they don't have a ton of depth, and that's not their strength. They have an awesome, when they have all their guys, they have a fantastic 26, 28-man roster. But beyond that, they have the worst farm system in baseball per MLB.com. So reaching down and just you know plugging holes with guys from their system is is, is going to be a tough thing to do because they just don't have that kind of depth throughout their minor league system. But you know Lucas Giolito, I think is going to start on Sunday, and he's only made one outing, and he hurt his abdominal uh, in that start, and he was out in Arizona with a White Sox train, and he had a sim game I think on Tuesday that went well. So he's going to make his return on Sunday. The Twins actually missed out on Dylan Cease, who's been. Who's been pitching great? He threw on Thursday uh, in that series finale against Cleveland. But the White Sox still have a good team: Robert and Anderson and Jimenez and Grandal. And they they took it to the Twins last year. They they crushed the Twins last year, and the Twins will have their first chance to to kind of you know get some payback starting at Target Field uh, tonight. All right, excellent voice of the Twins, Corey Provis, and you have a great week. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thanks, Phil. 
Good morning, it's 825. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.